This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. Or in this case, lack of news. Uh, <laughs> with me as always, oh, I'm Matt Hill, by the way, the host of this podcast. With me as always is my brother in bi- basketball, John Hill. John, hello. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's, man, it's rough. It's a rough summer, it's, right? It's really like... <laughs> or it's not, it, it's, I think it's actually been a very good summer for basketball news, but we have really uh, reached... At Arnold Organic, we know that when we take care of the earth, the earth also takes care of us. You'd be surprised by our environmentally friendly way of baking breads. Our ingredients are farmed for strict USDA organic standards that make the soil richer and promote biodiversity. Our bakeries are powered by renewable wind energy, and we donate 1% of our revenues to environmental causes as members of 1% for the planet, so that future generations can flourish too. Arnold Organic Bread, great taste that's sustainably baked. The dregs. Yeah, we're in the dregs right now. And this was an Olympic year, too. I know, so I it's know. Like, what are we going to do next, next year? year man, we're going to have to have some off-season programming. We're going to need, like, Chris Stapps to, like, kill someone over the off-season, <laughs> right? Need, like, we need, like, an OJ type thing. Like, we we should map it out, actually. We should, yeah, pl- we need players to do very, get in, get in trouble. Okay, maybe and that'll be next we, episode. Yeah, like, what are some things that the, players can do yeah, next summer to help we, us out? We could pick out some players and have some j- suggestions for them to do stuff in the off season that will give us content. That would yeah. be great. That, yeah. that, that's off season content this season. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna prep. Yeah. We're gonna prep for next year. This is yeah. great. So what we decided to do is we're gonna have Frank Madden on from uh, Brew Hoop to talk a little bucks. Yeah, yeah. At Brew Hoop. Yeah, uh, yeah Frank's a great guy. I got to go to summer league with him a few oh, yeah. years Bef- ago. So before, we, yeah, before we welcome him on, why don't you tell us the give us, give us the dirt, John? Give him the dirt. Yeah. So he's a big summer league guy. I stayed with him and Mike Levine of Liberty Ballers, and yeah, it was pretty awesome. Gambled with him. Stayed at the Hard Rock. You know, no late night hooker stories. No, no. But I did. Uh, we did go out to a couple nice dinners. He had some oh, some fun. This is fascinating. This is very fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we can talk to him about it. You know, I mean, look, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right, right, right. right so right. I'm not going to spill the beans and then okay. not get invited back to to Vegas, Matt. Come on, all right. You know how this right. works. All right. Okay, so we called Frank through the interwebs. So we'll go to his interview, and then halfway through we'll do a get at me dog, and then we'll go back to Frank's interview for some shout outs and beefs. But as soon as we called Frank. He actually started roasting Matt's photo of our logo, Matt, as a kid. So we'll cut right into that, and uh, that's what he's doing when you hear him. Just roasting Matt Hill. Well, let's welcome on Frank Madden. 
All right. Matt looked exactly like what one of my like favorite coworker friends, like what I imagine he looked like as a child. <laughs> like Matt is like there were like and then I saw a picture of Matt like as a, what he actually looks like. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. He doesn't look like my friend at all. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, Matt, Matt's face is very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the usual, that's <laughs> the usual reaction. It's only disappointing in the context of you not looking like the twin brother of my coworker. Oh, so, okay. you know, right. but do you. That's that's yeah. Fun. That's awesome. Man. People say I look like the kid from a uh, Christmas story. So I don't know. I can see that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's little bit. I used to get that a lot when I was a kid. I mean, you look like not as like tiny and small as as that kid. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you put some. Like, you bulked up a little. People age. You, you look like you could have grown into like a normal human being. So, yeah, <laughs> eh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like two <laughs> feet from him. The jury's out. The jury's still out. <laughs> That's funny. This is actually the third podcast I've been on today, and none of them have been my own. So you're 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 ready to repeat everything you you've you've said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have you have your, you have your Should we just points. copy and paste? This? Yeah, Should we just have them send us the file? Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be great. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming uh, on, Frank. Frank. Oh yeah, of course. Should we? I thought I thought we could start with a mindset quiz just to see what your basketball mindset is going into the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be. That that sounds fun. Nobody's ever quizzed me on my mindset. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you two players. You tell me which one you prefer. All right. Is yeah. it gonna be? I, well, it it'll gonna be, be, it'll if, be Bucks related. So okay, I was gonna say if it was John, it was gonna be like Jared Bayless versus Matthew Delvadova. Yeah, no, 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 no. It would be like Jared Bayless versus like Isaiah. What's your other point guard? <laughs> Is it Isaiah Cannon? Uh, no, we cut him. No, no. That's my my wife would love it if Isaiah Cannon was our other point guard though. <laughs> all right, so they, no, these are Bucks players, or they're 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 one of them's a Buck player. Uh, all right, so Giannis or Rudy Gobert? Giannis. Oh, upside. Okay. It's all. I'm. I'm swinging you're, for upside. You're all in on the so. upside. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jabari or Andrew Wiggins? Uh, I think. I, I mean, I'd probably say Wiggins. Oh, whoa, whoa, going against you. Wow. So, and so, why do you hate Jabari Parker? Uh, Frank? <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I mean, I don't. It, it's I, honestly, it's purely a like defensive ceiling question. That's and true. And I, I just think, like, I think. Wiggins is probably kind of overrated right now, and I don't think Wiggins in the last, you know, I don't think he's necessarily like helped the Wolves win games or anything like that. Um, but I think with Jabari, it's just sort of like that X factor of, you know, his range of outcomes on defense are like, you know, abominable to <laughs> eh, passable. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, you know, that's just tougher. I think he could be really, I mean, his athleticism is, you know, even coming out the injury has been way way beyond what i would have hoped um and also wasn't he out of shape last year too yeah he's got a weird body you know i mean he his dad jokes because like his uh his mom's side is tongan so she's like you know we're tongan like it's you know (laughs) we're just big people Um, wait where's jabari barker's dad appearing how do you know is he on like the local radio or no no i mean he's but he's a former nba player right he's a pretty prominent guy in uh in chicago like he's a huge like runs basketball he's like always like run basketball camps community guy in chicago so he's you know this like big name and he played in the nba so blah 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 but um but it is interesting because he's like kind of um he's always like his physique has always been kind of like is it like a little soft maybe um he's definitely i think trimmed down a little bit but like it's weird because like he was playing last year at like 250 and just like 
dunking on dudes and like, you know, he's got kind of like that, like bowling ball type type thing, you know? Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's sort of those things if he ever got like totally, I don't know if he's like, I don't know if he's ever going to be like ripped, you know, like he just isn't maybe one of those guys who's like never going to be ripped, but he's super explosive, which John would know because he dunked all over both Jaleel Okafor and Erlens Noel last year. Um, I can get you the videotape, John. You may have given up at that point. Um, but, no, I think uh, you watched all the games, though, did you, John? You, yeah, it got rough I, towards the end. John right, was like, okay. John like didn't want to do the podcast anymore. He's like, I, he's like, I remember when he was like, Matt, I hate the NBA. It's, it's like last year was so, rough, man. This is so hard for me. Year, I don't know why he, he's so like. I don't know rough. why I started an NBA podcast during this year. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I mean, I'm not it's sort of those things like I'm not I don't lay awake at night like thinking like, oh, if the Bucks had gotten the first pick and could have taken Wiggins, like how much better would my life be? I mean, like, I don't I don't think Wiggins is going to be like a superstar. I think he's probably like, I don't know. I don't want to say marginal all star, but um, I think he might be sort of overrated for much of his career because he's like athletic and, you know, he's Wiggins. Um, but we'll see if he adds a three point shot. I mean, that's kind of the big thing. That's, I mean, that's sort of like a race between them offensively. Like if one of them becomes a good three point shooter and the other one doesn't, then, you know, that'll obviously be a huge advantage that one might have or the other. But, um, you know, I think they're both like going to be really good NBA players. I don't think either is ever going to be like a, you know, alpha superstar, build your franchise and contend for a title around him. Um, yeah, that's Embiid, right? That's, yeah, was, that's, that's, yeah, that's the yeah. guy. John, that's the John, guy you John, didn't. John, that's the yeah. next one. Jabari yep. Parker or Joel Embiid, Frank? Just, just don't build your. Just don't build anything on top of his foot, because <laughs> uh, that will lead to break. <laughs> no, but I'm guessing you would take uh, Parker over Embiid, though. Have you seen Have you seen the videos of of Joel Embiid, uh, you know, dunking on the five foot white five, man? Five ten, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that was very impressive. Um, was that John? Was that you in the video? Actually, like, yeah, you, it was. Yeah, that was you, right? Yep. Um, I mean, it's kind of those things. Like I, before the draft, like before the injury, um, for the pre draft injury, I was definitely in the like Embiid is the high ceiling guy. Like if I had the first pick. You know, and and Embiid, I thought was reasonably healthy. I I would have picked Embiid over both Parker and Wiggins. Just not having ever seen him get through a single minute of NBA basketball, I I probably would be too spooked by Embiid at this point. Um, but you know, I also don't blame um, my Sixer friends like like John and and Mike Levin from you know being hardcore Embiid loyalists who wouldn't trade him for, you know, Towns or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'd probably lean Jabari. But, you know, again, I mean, a year ago I might have felt differently because Jabari was coming off an ACL, That's right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, but he, so, I mean, yeah, he, he played this whole I last mean, year, right? Yeah, and I think he's got, I mean, like, you know, he's not showing ill effects of the ACL. You hope it's not, like, something that's going to come back to haunt him again, which obviously a lot of guys tear their ACL, especially early in their careers, and come back and don't really have any ill effects. Yeah. But yeah. That was um, the first but, center of three that we drafted towards ACL. Oh, Noel, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. And then the and third he's center. Looked, old... He's looked fine. He's looked yeah, fine he's athletically. Fine. Like, nobody's fine. worried about yeah. Yeah. ACL athletically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. J- Jason Kidd or Frank Vogel? I mean, I think Frank Vogel has established himself as a better NBA head coach. I think um, – I think the upside with Kid is like, you know, look, Kid has, I think, had some Giannis whispering talents so far, and the young guys seem to like him. And you know, I don't know. I don't know how many coaches would kind of be as all in on point Giannis as Kid has been. That's um, a fair so, point. That's a, I'm not really a Jason Kid fan, but that is a fair yes. point. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's again, it's like, is, is Kid like an X's and O's like brilliant guy? Like, I don't think we have evidence of that. You know, it's one of those things like. If Jabari and Giannis like him and 
play for him and get better, then I'm really cool with Jason Kidd. But I think this will be an interesting season just because it's sort of like the rubber season. Like he had the good season, surprising season, and then he came back last year and that was obviously disappointing. So um, so I think it'll be a good test for him, especially I think defensively. I think. All right, last one, last one. Uh, MCW or three-day-old Arby's? <laughs> Is it a five for five or what is the, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's whatever it's basically you just get access to the dumpster outside of Arby's <laughs> and you can Arby's. just go wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's well, nice. It's I nice mean, letting Frank try to diss the Sixers up front because you know, you know, there's going to be a good MCW uh, uh, roasting coming up. There's always money in the banana stand. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's that's MCW in this case. Yeah. Is that where the um, Lakers pick is in the banana stand? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's exactly right. That yellow, yellow. Yep. Um, I you know it's just one of those things. I think it, it's 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 going to be really interesting with MCW because I think if he accepts being like a six man who plays like maybe twenty five minutes a game, um, I think he can actually be really useful for the Bucks. Um, if he's a guy who like is you know just sort of still drinking his own three-year-old rookie of the year kool-aid then that's there's probably not going to be much of a future for him here and he's probably going to have to you know take his medicine in milwaukee and then you know come to jesus someplace else where he realizes that like oh nobody actually wants me to be a starting point guard in the nba okay i got to reinvent myself now so by somewhere else do you mean the russian league (laughs) (laughs) i think uh well, you know, I don't know. I, I think Cheska Moscow has, I believe, Teo Dosic and uh, Nando DiColo right now. So I don't think they have an opening for, <laughs> right, for right. MCW. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I think it's one of those things like kind of resetting his expectations a little bit would be something good for the Bucks, And we'll be interested to see where MCW is in a year. Let's say that. I like how I like how professional you are, Frank. How I, I ask you about MCW or Arby's, and you you were take it very seriously. <laughs> you know, I I uh, for some reason like one of my go to when bad things happen, I'll I often sort of like seize on this idea of of crying in an Arby's bathroom. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's sort of like the. I don't know. That's that that trope the, is just sort of this like that's the MCW of emotional states. Yeah, that's just like a bad. It's like a bad place to be, and I feel like you know, I mean, uh, a Sixers fan like John can probably re- relate somewhat to this, but uh, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a better place right now. We actually had somebody on our podcast like ask us a question of like, why are you guys so hard on MCW? And I think part of the problem is that people are. I mean, it's like weird, like people hold the trade against him. You know, it's like, I mean, it's not his fault. that The Bucks could have had the Laker pick yeah, or yeah, you know, could have had Kept Brandon Knight or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's just, you know, whatever. He he got traded like he's here now. You got to make the best of him. And uh, it definitely is an uphill battle for MCW in Milwaukee, given kind of the, the baggage of that. Yeah, I think the, the rookie of the year thing hurts him because really he's yeah. the 11th pick of a bad draft. It's like, what, right. do you, what do you expect out of that? I mean, and we saw it. I mean, we saw it with Evan Turner, too. He was a perfect guy that, you know, who as a number two pick, very disappointing. But right, he right. goes to his third team at Boston and he's fine. Yeah. As a six yeah. man, you know. Yeah. Evan Turner. And, and, you, uh, John has a great Evan Turner impression. Frank, have you heard it? <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Is it do, you, do you need a helium balloon to do that or what do you how do you do it? No, nah, Frank, it's more like this. It's like a, <laughs> <clears throat> more of a Kermit kind of. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's Evan the Kid. Uh, thanks, thanks for reading BrewHoops.com. Check out Frank Madden. 
<laughs> at brew hoops yeah spot on it's spot on right yeah. and actually yeah, yeah. you can use that <laughs> clip that evan clip turner that. here <laughs> evan the turner <laughs> his I'm, middle name basically the. like my impression is basically a kermit now I, I mean i've heard him i wouldn't have done a kermit impression until i heard your impression and now i'm just going to do a kermit impression um, <laughs> although i feel like evan's another good example because i know i feel like now he's ripe to just be totally hated in portland because oh, oh yeah be oh yeah the contract oh yeah yep. he will he will be hated yeah uh okay so espn has the bucks their win proje- projections have you seen these uh, 40.9 <laughs> yeah, it's it's clearly it's clearly your uh, your third podcast on yeah. the bucks on the bucks today. <laughs> uh, I, so 40, 40.9 is correct, Frank. <laughs> yeah, as background, I always predict the Bucks will win forty one games. So that just lined up perfectly. You don't need me. a computer. I mean, you don't need a computer to tell you that. I don't need a computer. I mean, I love you know uh pelton and rpm and you know anything like that i i eat that stuff up uh they you know sort of predicted the bucks would disappoint last year to some extent but uh um so i was encouraged that it was at 41 although um yeah i mean i think that would be a good a good i think that would be a solid outcome let's say this year because it's if they get you know back to 500 i mean if you're 500 with two 21 year old kids and a 25 year old is your best players. I mean, um, it's probably going to take some time, but hopefully this year they'll, they can at least get back to maybe that, that 500 range. I don't know I cut you off, Matt. Like, were you going to ask for an overrun? On that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just going to say that, uh, yeah, I mean, you can give an overrun or it sounds like you're going to, you're going to take the over. Uh, well, cause I predicted 41 and they predicted 40. That's right. That's how it works. I guess, I guess I'm point, point, point one. Um, uh, I think there might be a percentage likelihood, higher likelihood. They're slightly under that, um, but I don't Perfect. know. I, like, I per- think there. I think I said on my other eight podcasts today. I think I said that there was a forty percent, and then maybe at some point I upped it to forty nine percent likelihood they would make the playoffs. But forty percent feels better. I th- I think a lot of them got a lot of the East teams got worse, but so why? But why did the Bucks get better? Well, I mean, I think the easy thing you can say is, well, you know, Giannis and Jabari are children and they're you know <laughs> getting older and and Giannis is still growing right right yeah yeah yeah, yes. yeah he has Giannis stopped growing right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. what's up what's up with Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton does he have a nickname up there in Milwaukee uh generally cash K H. oh that's great that's great I have a theory that some NBA players would really benefit from a nickname like players with really kind of boring names like Chris Middleton or like Paul George but but cash is pretty good cash is good yeah 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 so cash K H a dollar sign H that uh that that's caught on reasonably well and sort of like hardcore like underground um you know east, <laughs> like ground brew east, hoops <laughs> like yeah like if you go to like east berlin like discotheques where yeah. bucks fans congregate like the really cool ones that's the name that they'll use for for chris milton they need um, we need to get that on the national stage that's, that's we great do. we do the the <laughs> speaking of which today we were in in again one of the other eight podcasts we were on today i was with eric name uh, and uh, we were trying to convince Mike Prada from SB Nation that that Eric's uh, nickname for Jabari Parker, which is <laughs> this is not nearly as cool, baseline Bari, because basically like all of Jabari Parker's points <laughs> come that's by good, like that's slipping good. in along the baseline. Right. It's a very accurate like descriptor of his style because he's not a guy who dwells on the ball. He's not like a you know pound the air out of the ball. He doesn't like you know he's not like Carme- He's not like like the the bad things you see about Carmelo that like you kind of thought like well maybe Jabari Parker will be like that if he's like a really good scorer. Like he's really not like that at all. Like he just sort of like attacks right away. You know one dribble from you know off a soft closeout stuff like that. But um, you, so 
you've, you've talked me into it. I, I actually, now that you, I forgot about Delhi, I didn't forget about Delhi, but, but I think Delhi will, will help and those guys will be older and maybe that maybe their defense improves. Uh, yeah. I mean, they can, they can make the playoffs. Yeah. I like them a lot better than like Orlando and yeah, I probably like them better than Orlando. Uh, you talked me into it until we have someone from Orlando on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Other things I wanted to ask you about, uh, Thon maker. Uh, so I'm, 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 I go on the NBA subreddit all the time. So I, I, like maybe a month ago, <laughs> did you see I all the posts? The, I wonder what this will be about. Did you, have you talked have, about this yet today? Yeah. Uh, no, not today. Okay, I haven't talked okay. about it in a while, but we, we definitely had a podcast. About okay. All right. So, so can you, can you, I don't know, get to the bottom of it for us? Like what is his age? I have no idea. Okay. I mean, so honestly, you, like. I, you it, seem it you is, seem like you don't want to talk about this at all. <laughs> you're you're, you're de- I, either depressed by the subject or you it, it's it's it was it like took fire in the in the Bucks community, and, and I yeah I think the interesting thing is uh, it, it has been like weirdly polarizing where there's like a camp that is like you know like pissed off and it's like he's a fraud like he's actually older and like this is like really like you know like the Bucks were idiots and all that and so there's like that side of it. He also is a guy who came from, you know, like a war-torn country that had, you know, no infrastructure for, you know, accurately recording birthdays. So, like, clearly, like, you know, it would have been very common to, you know, for kids like this, regardless of whether they thought they might be NBA basketball players, to, um, you know, have their ages changed or, you know, lied about when they enter the country. Because they, you know, I, I've, I've just read about this. Like, yeah, when refugees come in, they say their kids are younger so they don't have to go into older grades and, you know, potentially be at a disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Hey, I mean, that, my wife my wife is a refugee and her, her older brother's age is not his real age. They change his age yeah. when he came in just, you know, just because. Yeah, and, and just, that's just like, fun. you know, yeah, and you can't be, like, mad at the guy for, you know, doing that. And, like, why would he admit that? And maybe he doesn't even, I mean, a lot of these, they don't even, like, know their birthday right i mean right, it's like yeah. some culture does not even think so last question for me what what is your what's your take on larry sanders what how what how, what do people in milwaukee think about him just to bring up okay. everyone to speed larry Span- larry sanders was a guy who played for the bucks who yeah. got Wait, paid it, got paid and then decided to retire <laughs> yes you can is swear it, is it okay I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> um, and I say that. Well, not he was in back like in the deep. news. That's why I asked. He was back in the news. Yeah. There was like a big, and big I, profile I, on I, him. I like was so I was so torn as to whether to retweet that Vice story that came out the other day. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was like an interesting profile. Like the, I think there, you know, was some new potential information in there. Um, so I did. And then I immediately like basically tweeted a bunch of tweets sort of like sort of saying how I regret doing giving Larry any like mind share at this point. Um, <laughs> well, we can cut all this out if, if you want. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. I mean, I think, you know, I don't hold anything against them. Like he's just a complicated guy. And, you know, like it's a little annoying now because I feel like every time he pops his head, like kind of like, you know, peers around a corner to like say like, oh, like. Cavaliers, Lake, you know, Warriors. Like, oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like, oh, and then you, he drops he a freaking like back. horrible, and then he like releases a horrible rap video like two days later. It's like, oh, okay, so you're just crying out for attention because you want people to listen to your rap music, which uh... sucks, you know. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm very kind of like cynical about Larry being a, you know, an, an NBA news item, but I also understand why he's an interesting guy and it's an interesting story i mean anytime a pro athlete walks away from the game that young with that much potential it's it's just like you kind of wonder what's going on um you know whatever the issues are yeah and i think i mean some of the background there i mean it's very difficult like i mean the bucks like you know it was like oh the bucks didn't comment it's like 
the Bucks, I don't think they want to say anything publicly about Larry ever again. Like, you <laughs> know, mean, there's, nothing, was, there's um, nothing positive that can happen from commenting, no, right? No, nothing mean, positive. But, you know, I mean, like he goes into the mental, he goes into the thing, you know, and it's like, oh, he's like trying to take care of himself. And then he just like leaves, you know, early. And it's like, yo, I don't know. You know, at that point, it's like they don't know what the heck's going on with him. Like, yeah. you know, he's got I always liked uh, the, the upside of Larry sort of still doing his thing is I can make like jokes about his life now being like entertainment 720 from parks and rec where he just sort of like you know like oh i'm an artist and like oh yeah. we're like a collective and it's like hey that's cool but you know i'm sure your friends appreciate that you're still getting 1.8 million dollars for the next five years from the bucks so yeah. um so yeah he's a complicated guy an interesting guy i think you know for bucks fans kind of like all right we've heard that story i think there's maybe like you know a few bucks fans who will still ask me every like year like could the Bucks resign Larry Sanders if he wanted to come back? I'm just like, <laughs> no. the Bucks are not signing Larry Sanders. <laughs> that is done. He's, as... he's he's out in LA. Maybe me and John can try to get in his entourage. Maybe yeah. we can be part of this collective. Yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. you got you guys would to- could totally get it in because you're like <laughs> artists and stuff like that. You could be like, hey, like you know, like we want to do some like video you, stuff. Yeah, just you like, should direct his be, next music video. I yeah, should, don't yeah. be don't be specific. I think that would be the most important thing. Don't be specific. I think just be like, yeah, I'm really into like you know, crepa art, um, <laughs> and like, you know, video, yeah, really yeah. Video. just like I'm in the really media. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, really vague Let's, about do it. It. Don't, Let's do it. Don't say that you're like an NBA fan. Probably like just no. be like, no. uh, be like really disaffected. I think that's probably the yeah. best way to, to find your way in there and probably have a, like your bong on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what you should do. Yeah. He's no more comment. like a vape guy, but uh. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He probably takes care of himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. This week, in honor of the Bucks, Thon Maker. Thon Maker. At Thon Maker 14. It's it, and I love how he has it trademarked somehow. He does? Did you see that on his Twitter? His name is trademarked. I, don't, oh, I, don't know. I thought that was his age, 14. <laughs> Is that it's still, are we still it's Oh, it's the other, uh, 41? <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, that's how he checked No, it. he has, he has, he has oh, like a weird trademark yeah, thing. That I don't know trademark. if that's like a thing you could do. You could trademark. All right. Yeah, sure. So here's what I Wait, did. Wait, he's following 64 people. That's it? Uh, he, look, he probably just got on, right? Uh, Drizzy Drake, Bogut, <laughs> he's following Drake. Bella Dova, <laughs> what Marcus a waste. Page, Jamal Murray. <laughs> uh okay so my tweet oh oh for those of you who don't know get at me dog we tweeted nba players if they tweet back we score uh we score points um my tweet to him i tweeted at him i tweeted the thong song at him john are familiar are you familiar with the cisco thong song i'm very familiar with the thong song yeah so i said hey thong did you know there's a song about you (laughs) and i showed him the thong the thong song Fun fact, have you seen the Thong Song video, John? <laughs> I grew up on the Thong Song. Okay, video. well then do you know how it starts? Uh is that with him at a beat? No, no, wait, what is it? It's, it's been a while. It's okay. For those of you who are young and don't know what the Thong Song is, the Thong Song was a classic from the nineties, I believe. Yeah. By Cisco. And it's all about uh women's underwear. Uh actually actually a great song. Uh but the video starts with his daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now I remember. So, so, it's a whole song about thongs. And the video starts with the uh, Cisco's daughter coming up to him with a thong in her hand going, what's this, daddy? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's that's like, right. I remember now. Okay. Perhaps the worst way to start a video about a thong that I could possibly think of. 
hey Cisco, you just have a you had this hit thong song. What do you want to do for the video? Well, I want my daughter in it. Yeah. First off, <laughs> first off, it's going to be a family affair. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's put that down on paper right now. <laughs> MTV. This is a family values song. <laughs> family values. This is a family values anthem. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I mean, like the chorus literally, literally goes, uh, "I love it how the booty go," or <laughs> "Watch the booty go." <laughs> uh, uh, John, what did your tweet? Wait, wait. Uh, so, what was your tweet? I just asked him. I said, "Oh no!" I just, I just alerted him to the video and said, "Did you know they made a song about you?" Oh, okay. Because you know, thong sounds like thon, and oh. actually, when Cisco sings it, it's like thon, 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 thon. So, yeah. Well, here we go, Matt. Here's mine. Okay. Ah, oh, God, this is pathetic. At Thonmaker14, be honest, when Cisco's thong song comes on, do you sing that thon, the thon, thon, thon? Because I do. <laughs> oh, wait, we should mention that. This is this is completely independent of each other. Yep. Ladies we did and not, gentlemen. John didn't see my tweet. Nope. I didn't see his tweet. Nope. Wow. Ladies so, and gentlemen. That's great. Hey, that, no, I think that's good. That's... I, think, I think that's good. So, so, so Thonmaker is going to go, what's up? <laughs> why, did they, why did these two hills? <laughs> why did these two hills all of a sudden tweet at me about the thong song? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. That's, I, uh, I, that's, that's, that's the first time we've had anything remotely similar. Anything. That's pretty. Yeah. That, I guess that shows you what a blank slate uh, uh, Thonmaker is. Yep. Yep. But also, I think that uh, lets the listeners know, um, you know, how how sad our lives are. That we we that's the only thing we can think of of Thonmaker. I look, it's not the only thing I could think of. It was the best thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. <laughs> that that is think true. Of. Did you get a response? Because I did, I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I wasn't expecting anything, but I'm happy that you know the thong song is on my timeline. That is true. That is true. And what's nice is uh, I accidentally tweeted it out first without adding thon. So mine just went, be honest, when Cisco's thong song comes on, do you sing that thon, 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 thon? Because I do, which sounds pretty, so the, pretty r- ridiculous. So no, but I mean, it just means you're like a deep NBA head. Yeah. Like yeah. All, the, all the NBA heads that you follow. Or are like, I just I like do. don't know how to pronounce thong. Right, right. Yeah. Well, neither does Cisco. Yeah. But we'll uh, see. We'll see. It was a late tweet, so maybe he gets around to it. Uh, we always say that, and they never do. <laughs> they never come around. All right. So let's welcome back uh, Frank Madden for uh, shout outs and beefs, right? Yeah. You want to do some shout outs and beefs, Frank? I that, love beef. That, that's how we That's how we end every podcast. We just do, we shout out, we play music underneath this. So it's just like, if you have anything you want to shout out, shout it out. If you have any anybody or anything you want to beef with, you can beef, you can, you know, you can do that. <laughs> It'll, you know, it gets us in trouble sometimes, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason, we we still we we keep doing keep it. Keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll go first. All right, I, hit I'm it gonna up. I'm gonna shout out uh, uh, a little town called Wasau. Are you familiar, Frank? You ever been to Wasau? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe they are not big. Wait, is is Wasau the one who's not a big fan of Colin Kaepernick, or maybe that's Wapaka? Sorry, I don't know. I'm 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 a little cu- too current on events right now. <laughs> I definitely I definitely don't want to have a Colin Kaepernick conversation. So <laughs> okay, good, <laughs> whatever. Good. But yes, I am familiar with Wasau. Ah, just shout out, so love it there. Wait, Cheese what is, curds. What is Wasau? What are you? It's in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cheese curds on the reg, bro. <laughs> uh, I'll beef with I'll beef with John Wall. Uh, you got a beef with John Wall? Did you did you see all the story that came out this week about John Wall? How John Wall's beefing with Bradley Beal? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I, he could beef with Bradley Beal. I'm happy about that. But I just think that it just seems like John Wall pays way too much attention to what everyone makes. Because in his comments, he was like, "Bradley Beal got paid now. Now he's got to live up to it." I don't yeah. know. Just chill on it, John. Just read the I, CBA. Just understand I'm, how I'm the cap works. Matt. 
I, I, I thought it was funny how uh, like all the Wizards writers had to and Wizards fans had to kind of like be like, you know, like trying to cover it up and like say, playing the nothing to see here angle on this. It's like, oh, well, whatever. Like, that just means nothing, right? And it's just like, eh, eh, it's, eh it might mean something. It might mean something. <laughs> it's a huge, oh, it's great. a huge thing. It's a like, okay, there, all this stuff last year came out about, um, you know, that that was a that was a toxic locker room, and then you have John Wall out here saying that, you know, he doesn't like Bradley Beal on the court, which is like way worse than not liking him off the court. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's a huge deal. I, I, but I also, but I and I think someone needs to sit down with John Wall and just explain the salary cap to him. To be like, yo, this is why you, everyone gets paid more because it went up, okay? Because of the TV deal. Like you will get your money later on. Maybe I don't know. If I was John Wall and Bradley Beal made more money than me, I'd be pissed. Yeah, it would piss me off. But like, it's not because Bradley Beal's better. It's just like a quirk of history. A quirk of history. <laughs> yeah, it's like a quirk. Of, <laughs> it's like a quirk of when he signed it. I'd be, I'd be with hey, history all hey, the time, hey, bro. You know what? Hey, John Wall, I'll be your agent. I'll explain these oh things to God. you. You know, you'll be much happier with me. Okay. Can I do a shout out? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Out. Yeah, that's this is for. Well, I think John, we got to We got to shout out our guy Justin Johnson. Oh and, yeah. I mean, unfortunately. I was not able to overlap with anybody at Summer League this year, but uh, maybe uh, maybe we can dream the impossible dream for next summer. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, next year is definitely a summer year, summer league year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I need to. I definitely need because last time I was in 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 Vegas and when we met, uh, it was you and and Mike Levin and just like me, and so I was outnumbered by Sixer fans, which is you know kind of kind of tough, and yeah. it was like peak process believing i feel like um, <laughs> yeah so yeah we were on yeah, high that week and you guys met sam yeah. hinky too yeah we did right yeah and uh I, re- and I, rest in peace sam hinky <laughs> and i feel like i uh and maybe i'm starting a little bit of beef here as well but i just i just distinctly remember um walking through like the like sea of degenerate like leg tattooed bros at the hard rock and listening to mike explain the scenario that wasn't crazy where the Sixers could trade for Kevin Durant before the last, <laughs> the last trade deadline. And I'm just like looking at him. I was just like, no, like, like you're fucking delusional. And he's like, he's like explaining to me, not just like how they might trade for him, but also re-sign him this past oh summer, which, God, yeah. Um, and I think you were kind of like the, uh, I wouldn't say you were the voice of reason because you weren't saying anything. You were just kind of like looking at me apologetically <laughs> um, from the side. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Wow. So, hey, you know, uh, you know, well, Mike, what happens we in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas. Yeah, Frank. yeah. Mike, we love you, but yeah, kind of, oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hey. calling you out right here a little bit too. Yeah, so, that was, I don't know. that was, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It, who knew? Yeah, it was more likely that Kevin Durant would get a leg tattoo himself of yeah, Tupac. It, it yeah. turned out. Yeah. Uh, but since we're talking about Vegas, uh, shout out to you. I, I forgot his name. Your boy who said that he watched uh, Michael Carter Williams jump shot. Do you remember that guy? Wait, what guy? It was it was one of the Bucks guys that we ran into. He said he was watching him in the gym, and he's like, "I promise you, I, I bet you anything, he's gonna shoot like forty percent for three. And I was like, "All right, buddy." He was oh, like, "No, God. no, I watched." He, him. he didn't say forty percent, did he? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> this is shout out to that you know, guy. You don't. I mean, I think I think that it, to be a Sixers or Bucks fan, I mean, like there's sort of a self-preservation side to this. Like you, you know, it, 
you have to delude yourself to some extent. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you gotta you gotta apologize. You know, I I, I can't call out Mike that hard, but uh, um, you know, you kind of blocked this out. Like I I'm I'm not really, I don't really remember the pre All Star break period last year. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's uh, you have to kind of have that goldfish mindset a little bit, or or you'll just go insane. So yeah. I I choose to to not remember what you just said. <laughs> we did hang out. We did hang out with Bucks people. Um, so that. I will neither confirm nor deny got that, John. It, got it. You no should problem. have laid out how the Bucks could have traded for Kevin Durant themselves. I mean, it's probably more likely that he goes there than, than the Sixers. Could yeah, but I also don't have dreams. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I have very low ambitions, you know? Like, yeah. I have no... I have, like, like the idea of the Bucks winning a championship is, like, so weird and, like, foreign to me. It's just like, what? Like, it's disgusting to you. You, get, like, you I, got, like, visibly know, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, a championship? Oh, oh, oh God. We'll take the Not eight us. seed. The yeah, eight seed's yeah. good enough. We'll yeah. be happy. God. I guess we could, like, try to do that sort of thing but i, just, I, don't I mean wanna, that I would be swell <laughs> that'd be swell but you know uh i got beef with the yeah, nba beef. rookies did you see the uh the, the rookie uh um the rookie quiz or the rookie, yeah, rookie yeah, survey yeah. came out uh-huh and they they all said that chris dunn's gonna win rookie of the year Ooh, that's not happening right that's there's no way no no, they also the rookies last year said Okafor was better than Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, yeah, rookies are stupid. I feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like nobody knows less about basketball than than NBA rookies or NBA players. <laughs> you know who I want to meet is there was one that guy. Is... There was one guy who voted Thon Maker as the best playmaker among rookies, which like makes no sense whatsoever. And then, like, it made it's even more awesome when you think that. Uh, look and check the stats that Thon Maker had zero assists and eight turnovers in Vegas. So <laughs> I don't, you know, that maybe, guy. Maybe he misread the question. Maybe he thought it said who will be the best maker of the draft, and he was yeah, like, well, there's only yeah, one of them. There you go. Yeah, there you go. maybe he was just like a rapper, and, and he, he was, was like rhyming. Thon Maker, <laughs> yeah. aka the playmaker. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah, it was Larry okay. Sanders. Yeah, it was Larry, Larry, San- was Larry, Larry Sanders. Sanders? <laughs> snuck in, snuck into the rookie camp. Yeah, was he? Uh, was he there? Yeah. I don't think Larry really rhymes as rap. I think he's kind of like <laughs> yeah, a he's more of a rhyming rapper. He, yeah, he's more like yeah. in the future style, like the the lean, like oh really, yeah, like real oh, slow. Great. Yeah, great. That yeah. just makes me. Yeah, he's long. not good. He's not, not good. good. Well, yeah. you know, I watched the I watched his video. Uh, it was well done. Well done video though. Oh, that's good. Shot in the. Crocker I thought the cup. I thought the I thought the beats were like okay, but it oh had yeah, like yeah, literally like it had literally like like three cent like there were like two lines in the whole song yeah. and it was just repeated yeah. and it was like they like barely rhymed and it was like. That, that was like you how much time did you spend on this like you know like somebody like there's got to be a copy editor somewhere who was like you know um this is a good start but uh maybe we can go a different direction with this you know well, like, that's what I, we I gotta do like in his entourage we gotta yeah, apply yeah. for the copy yeah, editor yeah, yeah. that should be yeah, a new goal yeah. a goal of ours right right oh, we should Larry try Sanders. to track down larry sanders yeah. i mean how to... hey, he must be he's fairly recognizable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's all. That's all the shout outs and yeah, beefs I have. Yeah, that's all I got. Do you have anything you wanna you wanna plug, Frank? Well, uh, brewhoop.com, of course. Uh, you can follow me at brewhoop, and we've uh, with Eric Name. I do the Locked On Bucks podcast. Um, you have to we, do that. Do, do, do you have to do that every day? In since like the last in the last couple of weeks and through like. The rest of like certainly this month we're we're not doing every day i mean what we were doing we were doing every day like the first couple weeks of july when we started um we would just generally like record like like four podcast we would just basically do like two hours of podcasts on a weekend and then we'd cut them into like 20 to 30 minute 
like ah, pieces basically um, and then just sort of parse them out over the course of the week because the idea is basically to create like a daily podcast that is like right you know the 15 lo- to 30 the lock is a locked on network for those of you who don't know locked on podcast yeah. network they're just yeah. like locked on each team and it's 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 supposed to be a daily podcast right exactly so during yeah so i mean during the summer like you know the dead part like i think the understanding is that like okay there isn't actually that much to talk about <laughs> right um, so so we've kind of cut it back a little bit like we're, we're actually going to do three this week because we did uh, an interview with brett coromenis from real gm who was awesome um so we just sort of like did an hour and ten and we broke it into like you know bite-sized pieces so um so yeah i mean we're still like you know fairly high volume even during this time of year but you know the idea is just to kind of do shorter ones and you know obviously a lot of people do like longer ones we used to do longer ones ourselves that were like it once every week or two but we're trying to kind of be more predictable and you know reliable and uh, you know get you locked on the bucks <laughs> <laughs> you, so. is that the voice you use the whole podcast that's yeah yeah it's sort of uh, um, I, I i don't i you know i don't want to brag but i was on the radio once in, uh, in, in san antonio i was whoa. on the san, i was on the san antonio radio oh, and the guy the go. guy literally talked like that we have matt hill on creator of spirit special forces matt where did you get the idea it was like that like you can listen to the interview that's literally what it sounds like i was like and he like he that's what he sounded like the whole time he call, he called me he's like all right Matt we're gonna put you on in five minutes can you hold and I'm like <laughs> yeah I'm like all right <laughs> I just I just imagine that like like babies like come out of the womb and they get put into like the little like you know room with all the other babies and then like they just like go up to them and then just like you know like the babies are like Meh, and then like one baby will be like what oh that's a radio that's a radio guy that's a radio baby yeah and then he's like goo goo ga and then they just like put a little like press credential in his crib and they're just like all right you're you're gonna be a radio baby that's a great that's a great sketch radio baby radio baby uh all right is there anything else so brew hoop locked on locked on bucks that's it yeah we've got um I think there, I yeah, like we were we were joking. I, I was on two other podcasts today, so I I am making an appearance on the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast with Josh Lloyd. I did that one today, and then also uh, the uh, Limited Upside. Oh, yes, Limited Upside podcast <laughs> with Mike Prado from SB Nation. Right. So so yeah yeah so, you went on so you went on, you went on some podcasts where they didn't they didn't uh, bore you with Larry Sanders questions. And, <laughs> no, uh, this has been fun. And this uh, been, cast this uh, is... cast aspersions about Thawmaker's age. Yeah. No, I mean that, <laughs> you thought you good. thought you thought you were past it. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's hey man hey man just these are these are real things we can't run from them. This also gave me a chance to to swear and and you know kind of both love and and shout out some beef. Yeah, to, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you, we, you decided we, we were the podcast yeah, you yeah. square. <laughs> we don't have the explicit on. tag, uh, yeah. but we're just, we swear all the time. So yeah. we're just, we're, we're actually trying to get kicked off to iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's yeah. just a cry out for help. We're hoping, yeah, we're hoping Tim Cook listens to it and uh, yeah. Yeah, kick yeah. us off. You're just going to, you're just going to like start like playing full Kanye songs. Beatles songs. Yeah, make it like three and a half minutes. It's just a Kanye song and just see if they they even like care right. like do yeah. you have even technology listening to this stuff but. <laughs> yeah actually we should put a Kanye song in this Let's episode we'll Let's see all right. Uh, all right thanks for coming on Frank uh, you can check him out at, at the places you mentioned um, it was a pleasure a pleasure Frank it was a blast guys let's let's do it again not in, in less than a year How about that? Oh, yeah, that sounds, sounds a year? good okay great less than a year all right buddy see ya thanks all right that was Frank Matt that was Frank yeah Another epic episode. He, he knows a lot about the Bucks. He does. He does. He can. He 
you can tell us about the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although he actually, I, I mean, you know, he he did convince me because I was very low on the Bucks, uh, but now 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 I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they will. I, and I know the year before when I was with Frank, I asked him about the team, and he actually thought that they were going to dip last year. Mm. He was like, I think like. He's like, I, we kind of rode a nice high, but I think like this was the year of reckoning, and uh, you know he was right. So, all right, yeah, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, until next week, keep, keep pooping. pooping and pooping. Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Hooper. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper. Super Hooper. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters, the more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.